Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folk, but in front of your own speak my mind. Yo, what up? My name is Rel. Please follow me on Instagram at Raleigh Rel. I want to talk about the unrest that happened in Charlottesville, Virginia. I want to talk about these Confederate statues that need to come down, that must come down in the United States because they are literally a slap in the face to African-Americans. Before I go any further, I want to let y'all know that this is Rel Talk, the podcast. I do dropping jewels. I do love yours. But this right here is a space where I just come on the mic and I just spit for 10, 20 minutes just by myself because sometimes I have stuff on my mind that I got to get off my chest, you know what I mean? And I can't, you know, get the fellas together or get my wife together, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, yo, I'm going to turn on the mic and I'm going to spit for my peoples and I hope y'all get some gems out of this. So Charlottesville, Virginia last week, white supremacists, neo-Nazis got together and they protested the removal of a statue of a racist person by the name of Robert E. Lee. Now it went down. It went all the way down. A young lady was killed by a white supremacist. He ran over her and he justified it by saying, yo, she should have got out of the way. It also went down at NCCU in Durham, North Carolina. So what happened was in Durham, North Carolina, a young lady, a young black female, again, shout out to her. She climbed the statue, tied the rope and they pulled it down. The very next day she was arrested and, you know, she broke the law. I understand what she was doing it for, so I'm sure she expected to get arrested. But a young black male was almost beat to death in Charlottesville, Virginia, just the day before. You can see the face of the criminals that did it. Neither one of them, to this day, a week later, has been arrested. So you tell me. So right now at Duke University, they decided that they were going to take down the statue of Robert E. Lee. As a matter of fact, a lot of states, shout out to the mayor of Baltimore. She removed all the Confederate statues from the state in the middle of the night. She told nobody what she was going to do. She just did it. So shout out to her, man, because you got to have some real balls to say, you know what? I ain't going to ask. I'm just going to do it. Because if I ask, I know they're going to tell me not to do it. So I'm just going to do it. And I respect that. Shout out to her for doing that. Shout out to the mayor of Baltimore. I can't think of the sister's name. But like I said before, that's a beautiful thing because you got to stand for something. You cannot let these people keep pushing these images in our face that are blatant racism that they try to hide as American history. So like I said, in Durham, North Carolina, a white woman was talking to WRAL News. And here's what she had to say about the Confederate statues. Uh, those people that died for that monument and died in recognition of that monument were my great, great, great grandparents was her great-great-grandparents, her great-great-great-uncles. One society and one sector of the nation's ancestors should not be deemed any less important than the other. I don't condone slavery, I've never condoned slavery, but I am a Confederate descendant. Now, I equate this to, to this. If you had an uncle that committed a crime that killed somebody, and they were put to death, you would still go to their funeral and you would still honor them and you would still put up a gravestone to their memory. To me, this vandalization right here equates to disrespecting someone's just in general right to live. I mean, my thing is, my thing is, is less than 13% of the South even owned slaves. 
I mean, I, I'm just saying that you can't, you cannot just do a total genocide of one person's ancestry based on the actions of a few. Do y'all hear that nonsense? Do y'all hear that blatant racism? So, three things she said that immediately stood out to me. She said she's not for slavery, but she's behind her Confederate heritage. Well, guess what? That's exactly what the Confederate people were about. Keeping people as slaves. Keeping black people as slaves. So what she said don't make sense. Then she said, okay, it's like if my uncle murdered somebody, am I still not supposed to go to my uncle's funeral? I respect that. That's somewhat of a point. But the thing is, your uncle is going to get buried in a private cemetery where only the family is going to see his gravestone. You got these statues in plain sight. You got these statues on public property. You got schools called Robert E. Lee Elementary School. Thomas Jefferson, the memorial. George Washington Memorial. So it doesn't make sense what she's talking about. It doesn't make sense at all to sit here and blatantly say, hey, listen, if my uncle was murdered, I'm still going to his funeral, right? But it's going to be a private funeral, not for the public. So that really don't make sense. But again, that's the they're trying to play naive that they do. They pretend like, oh, I, I understand black people's, you know, feeling about what my ancestors did, but those are still my ancestors. So I got to, I got to, no, 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 no. If your ancestor was a cruel, wicked man, he was just that. And at some point you don't support him. At some point you say, you know what? He is just that, my ancestor, but his ideology, I don't follow. But you can tell just by the way she's talking, she 100% follows his ideology. And then she speaks about this age old myth of only 13% of Southerners own slaves. Okay. If that's your argument, but every last white person in the South benefited from slavery. You're right. Every white person didn't have the funds to physically own slaves, but every last white person in the South 100% benefited from slavery. So don't give me that. I don't even want to hear that. All right. But these are the kind of people that we're dealing with. And I told somebody the other day, I love it. I love it when people like this come on TV and think that they're spitting facts. At the end of the day, man, it just shows me who you really are. And I know who I need to stay far away from because I don't trust you. Right. A white person couldn't sit in my face and say to me. Hey, black man, I understand that the Confederacy was about keeping your people, your ancestors enslaved. But guess what? I don't want my grandfather's. Or my great great grandfather's statue taken, monument taken down because that's my grandfather. My man, get out of my face. All right, at that point, we can no longer hold a conversation because you've exposed yourself to me. And that's cool. Be who you are. You have the right to be a racist. But I'm not going to sit in your presence and let you tell me that you're not a racist because your actions, everything you say and do, tell me that you're a racist. And then you got the people who y'all president, Donald Trump, said were fine people. In this group, let me show y'all something. Let me play y'all the clip of a man, last name Cantwell, who was speaking to Vice News. Shout out to Vice News, man. They they be 
listen, they be on the ground. Like y'all think CNN, NBC, when something going down, because they got reporters on the outside, Vice News be embedded into the drama, like for real. So shout out to Vice News, man. But um, listen to this dude. So when did you get into, as you said, the racial stuff? When uh, Trayvon Martin case happened, you know, Michael Brown and, and Tamir Rice and all these different things happened, every single case, it's some little black asshole behaving like a savage, and he gets himself in trouble, shockingly enough. Whatever, whatever, whatever problems I might have uh, with uh, my fellow white people, uh, they generally are not inclined to such behavior, and you know you gotta kind of take that into consideration when you're when you're thinking about how to organize your society. In Oklahoma City. Okay, so exactly, you have to go back to Oklahoma City to talk about a white act of terrorism. Elliot Roger right? Dylan Roof. Okay, so so now you've managed to name three people, and I'm pretty sure Elliot Roger wasn't explicitly white, by the way. But the thing is, you remember the names of white bombers and mass shooters, okay? Yeah. Can you tell me the name of all 19 hijackers on 9/11 off the top of your head? You can remember Dylan Roof's name. You we can remember Tim McVeigh's name. White people were capable of violence. I didn't say capable. Of course we're capable. I'm carrying a pistol. I go to the gym all the time. I'm trying to make myself more capable. Yo, listen to how we said Trayvon Martin. Now, we all know Trayvon Martin did nothing wrong. Trayvon Martin was literally walking home from the store, minding his business, and was stalked by George Zimmerman. So for this white guy to say black assholes like Trayvon Martin. Now, I will say this. Mike Brown, that's up in the air because we really don't know what happened with Mike Brown. But Tamir Rice was chilling, playing with a BB gun in an open carry state. And the cops said we shot because we thought he was an adult. Okay. Even if that's your argument, it's an open carry state. So if he was an adult, which he was not an adult. Tamir Rice was 12 years old. Let's be clear about that. But even if your argument is we thought he was an adult, he had the right to carry his gun openly in Ohio. So again, he was doing nothing wrong. So for this white guy to say, well, I got into this whole racial thing when black assholes like Tamir Rice and Trayvon Martin, man, these young brothers were doing nothing wrong. They were being black and they were living in America. That was their only crime. And this guy says this is the reason why he got into what he got into. Come on, man. Like, I'm telling y'all, black people better strap up. Black people better be prepared because these poor, rubbish white folk, they own some other stuff. All right? So I'm going to play y'all another video of a white guy who was also in this group who was talking reckless as well. I mean, it's it's one reckless comment after reckless comment. Like, it, it's, it's never ending with them, but, but check this out. Well, for one thing, it means that we're showing to this parasitic class of anti-white vermin that this is our country. This country was built by our forefathers. It's sustained by us. It's going to remain our country. I believe, as you can see, we are stepping off the internet in a big way. Uh, for instance, last night at the Torch Walk, there were hundreds and hundreds of us People realize they're not atomized individuals. They're part of a larger whole because we have been spreading our memes. We have been organizing on the internet. And so now they're coming out. And now, as you can see today, we greatly outnumbered the uh, anti-white, anti-American filth. And at some point, we will have enough power that we will clear them from the streets forever. That which is degenerate in white countries will be removed. White countries. 
that which is degenerate. He's speaking about us, black people, people of color. Let's be clear about that. Make no mistake about that. These people want an all white America, which ain't going to happen, but this is what they want. So somebody asked me the other day, man, why, why, why are these people so hateful? And I want y'all to know, if y'all haven't seen the, the uh, documentary on Vice, go to YouTube, tap in Vice News, Charlottesville. Most of these white people are poor. The white lady I heard earlier, overweight, out of shape, white woman, you know. Let's be clear. I mean, just the worst of her kind, right? Who thought she was spitting facts, but was really sounding ignorant. But I say that to say this. These are all poor white people. All right. And so somebody asked me, yo, why is it that they're so hateful? Like, whatever did we do to them? The fact is, somebody told me that the only thing worse than a racist white person is a poor racist white person. Because when they're poor and white, all they have to live for is white supremacy. All they have to stand on is the fact that I may be poor, but I'm white. And so at the end of the day, their main thing is they feel as though they're poor because we took something from them. They feel as though they're poor because we took something that belongs to them. It's like, hey, I live in a trailer park, but it's only because those niggers, you know, took the job I was supposed to have. Or I work in McDonald's, but it's only because those niggers got affirmative action. It's that mentality. So if y'all want to know what it is, it's simply because even though most blacks are poor and then they're poor too, in their mind, it's like, hey, look, I'm white. I'm not supposed to be poor. And if I am poor, it's because those blacks took something that doesn't belong to them. They took advantage of some privilege that's really supposed to be my privilege. And that's really what it is. Because there's no reason that these poor white people will be so afraid and so mad at poor black people. That's why they hated Obama so much, because they saw Obama as an uppity nigga who thought he was better than them. That's why when I see white people comment that, hey, people are race baiting when we bring up race. Right? Before this march happened, whenever something happened and we say, hey, that's racist. White people would say, oh, man, here y'all go playing the race card again. Come on, black people. Is that all y'all got? When a white person says, stop playing the race card, that's their way of really saying, hey, stop watching me practice racism on you. Turn your head and look the other way. Because most of the racism is blatant. So now you got these white people right here who straight broke code. It's like no more covert racism. I'm going to show y'all how we really feel. We think y'all are vermins. This is an all-white country. And we want our country back. That's why when Donald Trump started hollering this, we want our country back mess, people already knew off the top what it was. Off the rip. Donald Trump was playing to these racist, white, middle America people who think that they're poor because black people took something that was theirs. You know, this dude said, we ain't seen nothing yet. At this point, I don't let my son out my sight. At this point, black people need to be on alert. We need to get on cold. When you see another black man and you see something funny style, you, you, you look that black man in the eye and you give him the eye like, yo, stay on alert. Black women, same thing, because at the end of the day, I think about 90% of white Americans feel the way these people feel. I think it's deep-seated hate. 
spoon-fed anger. And at this point, ain't no time for kumbaya. It's too late in the day for that. Ain't no time for we got to come together and get along. These Confederate statues have been racist. White people have benefited from black people being dumb and being asleep for years, for decades. We've looked at these statues and not thought anything. We've sent our kids to these schools and not thought anything. But now that we know, we're doing something about it. You know the saying, want to hire something from a nigga, put it in the book? So now we're reading more. Now we realize, wait a minute. This whole time, y'all have been having racial symbolism in my face this whole time? Okay, now I know. Take it down. Take it down. And anybody that's trying to defend not taking these statues down, steer clear of them because they're blatant racist, period. All right, you can't tell me your heritage is Confederate and you stand by it, but, oh, I don't believe in slavery. Oh, I don't believe in subjugating of a certain group of people because of the color of their skin. It don't make sense. Right now, black people are dealing with a situation that we're not used to. I'm glad that it's happening, man, because white people have been able to hide behind these smiles for years. They don't like us because we're black. Okay, cool. I understand that. That's your right. That's your right, but I'm not going to be around you. You're not going to tell me that you're not a racist, but then in the same breath say, but I defend or I support Robert E. Lee and the Confederacy. Come on, man. All them statues need to come down right now. And if they don't come down, we need to burn them down and take them down. Point blank, period. No ifs, ands. What's about that, man? I'll holler at y'all. I'm out.